in fact defined as being made up of two syllables, gud and ru, and these literally combine to mean the one who dispels darkness, which I really like. Because it does have universal application. In any moment, in any interaction with, um, well, anything really, but especially with other people, other beings, there is that moment where that other being can enlighten us. And so even just working with this mantra on a devotional basis um, helps to remind me to have an open attitude. Because you do never know. You just never know when something is going to speak. One more thing that's worth noting um, amongst the many stories in the Upanishads that illustrate the relationship between teacher and student um, is one that comes from the Taittiriya Upanishad and it portrays the teacher-student relationship in a very intimate light. In particular, it says that between the teacher and student, new knowledge is born in the same way that between a man and a woman, a child is born. And I find that to be an immensely interesting metaphor. A teacher wants to give the student what they need. A student has things that they want to learn from the teacher. So between these two, there's a bit of a gap. And into that gap comes the light of the true guru, filling up that dark place between needs and desires, between what is known and what is unknown. There is no one who is the guru, but there are many people who sit in that seat for a time. Now, moving on to this mantra, um, it is a mantra where the meaning is important. And this is not true for all mantras. There are quite a few of them where only the sound matters. They are about the sound and the effects that making the sounds have on the body and on the mind. However, the Guru Mantra is different. It genuinely appeals to our understanding. And for that, we need to get into detail about what it does mean. So, to just go through phrase by phrase and have a brief look at each of the phrases. And remember that these translations are all tied to this greater understanding of what the guru is.
So I open it usually with the syllable om, which is regarded as being the fundamental sound of awareness. So there is a sense in which it is meant to encompass our awareness of all of creation, but it is a formless concept. So the first phrase begins, Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwara. So when we begin with Guru Brahma, we are looking to the Guru in Brahma. Now, many people will know of Brahma as being the creator part of the Hindu trinity. And that is kind of true. However, within this context, Brahma is being used to refer to the knowledge that arises from our past, our limited self, and the uniqueness of our own existence and who we know ourselves to be. Then we have Guru Vishnu. So Vishnu speaks to Dharma, which is yet another Sanskrit word, and it refers to our present condition, those things that we consider important in our immediate lives, that which is needful in society. In the West, the word Dharma is frequently translated as purpose. So when we say Guru Vishnu, we are speaking to the immediate moment. What is happening right now? That is, we are looking for light to come in from what is around us. And also, because there is that aspect to Dharma, we are looking for wisdom to come up from within us right now. And then the last part of this phrase is Guru Devo Maheshwara. Well, Maheshwara is uh, a title which is used for Shiva. And in this context, since we are looking at three different gurus, and Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva tend to go together, that reinforces that connection. Maheshwara is um, the great one of awareness. In tantric lore, this is Shiva, um, who, while he is commonly considered to be the destroyer, is in fact only the destroyer of illusion. What is destroyed through understanding is darkness, falsehood, and it makes way for us to build a new world, a new understanding based upon a true awareness of the world.
So the next phrase within the mantra is uh, Guru Sakshat Param Brahma. And this speaks to the Guru very near to us. Again, that spark that is in the innermost part of our being. It's Guru Sakshat. Param Brahma speaks to the Guru that is far beyond all creation and understanding. And so this brings us even to this process of seeking and looking inward to look outward and the whole great mystery of consciousness and the idea that we are indeed at one with all of creation. And so we come to the final phrase, Dasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. So Dasmai Shri is something of a grammatical construction. Dasmai means to that. Shri is the beautiful, radiant one. Gurave is indeed the Guru. Namaha is the name of the Guru. Within this whole context, it is to that beautiful light which dispels darkness, I devote the practice. The mantra as a whole does have this intensity of focus about it, where we are setting apart a time. There is a channel for teaching and understanding. There is a relationship that we have to that channel. And there is something new that comes through in that time. And that is the central idea behind teaching, behind taking the time to teach, behind making oneself into a student and having the mind of being teachable. So, at the beginning of class, when we chant this mantra, we are intentionally placing ourselves into that position of learning from the bright and beautiful light that shines both within us and outside of us. What is essential is the attitude that we bring to the moment. I think that's all I have to say. Thank you for taking your time with me. Guru
Shri Gurave Namaha